When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Does it seem so inviting? Autumn in New York. Autumn in New York. It's coming, folks, tomorrow night. The dulcet tones of the man that his whole life wanted to be Joe Piscopo. But he had to settle to be Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Autumn in New York. Autumn starts... Uh, tomorrow night into Saturday morning, you wouldn't know from it today, it's still about 70 degrees, but tomorrow's going to be much chillier. I know my next guest loves Frank Sinatra. I got to tell you, I had a meeting, um, I'm not going to tell you what it's about, it's none of your business, but I had a meeting a couple of days ago in uh, John's uh, office, you know. We discussed a couple of topics, and it was great. You know, the meeting ended in about, I don't know, half hour, and then I leaned over and gave him a big kiss, which I always do. I told him I loved him, which I really do love him, and I left. And I've been in this business now for 25 years, and I've worked for the biggest, the biggest radio stations, companies in the history of this business. And it's never been that way, ever. So before we even get into our discussion, John, I just want to tell you that the the way you run the company, the way you treat your employees, specifically me, is really nice. I want you to know that. I know you feel the same way. I know you felt great after our meeting on Monday, but... It's just, it, it's more like a family having a discussion than it is an employee sitting with a boss. And uh, I'll tell you, I really enjoy uh, the people in uh, WABC, and we all work together as a team, and we've become number one, and we're going to surpass number one. You know how you surpass? We're going to be number one in the world. Uh, right now, under our computers and, and streaming status, we're in 50 states. 50? And how 50 many countries? states and 173 countries. Wow. And we're going to get the truth out there. WABC New York is getting the truth out in the whole world, and uh, we're, we're promoting that. And uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah, you've done a great job. You really have. You and Margo and, and Chad, of course, and uh, George, all these guys, and Emily. But you've done an, an amazing job at this station because I was here when it was on life support. It was over. And uh, you came in, and it's been a completely different ballgame. So thank you for that. Uh, I know that you had a press release come out this week. I read, read it on Facebook. I mentioned it on the air, John. And um, the price of oil, what that means for inflation, but also because you're not just in the oil business and the radio business, you're in the real estate business. And finally, after promising for months and months and months, we had a pause by the Fed. Interest rates did not go up 0.25%. Talk about that. Well, Chairman Powell is 
looking in the rearview mirror all the time. I'm very, very disappointed in Chairman Powell. Uh, what's happened in the last 60 days, and uh, what happened? Oil was at uh, $68, $73. Uh, the OPEC nations stirred a pot. The Russians stirred a pot. And, and guess what? Our own president. You know, Russia wants $100 oil. Saudi Arabia, uh, OPEC nations want $100 oil. It's to benefit them. That's, I mean, they have the right. That's what the world, world capitalism is. I mean, uh, and, uh, America, we want $55, $65 oil. We had it down to as low as 68. When was that? Was that Trump? Oh, that was, no, 90 days ago. Oh. Four months ago, it was down to 68. But I have to imagine under Trump, it was even much cheaper than 55. that. 55. 55. Now, what, what happens? On 9-11, instead of President Biden, instead of coming to New York for 9-11 like every other president, he goes to Alaska and cuts down our supplies on oil. So what does it do? It takes it. Further up high. Well, when you say... Right now, it's $95, $96 uh, for bread. Which is ridiculous. But what did he do to cut down in the oil? What did he do exactly? He put more restrictions on oil in Alaska. We have a 2 million barrel a day pipeline in Alaska to bring down oil to the 48 states. You know where we're down to? We were down to 375. I mean, enough is enough. You know, I said to him once, why are we buying from Venezuela when, and it's dirtier oil when we can buy from Alaska? What'd he say? Nothing. No, he answer. got nothing. Right. No answer. You know, it's funny because you and, mentioned Venezuela because and, when I heard the deal with the, with the nobody, Venezuelan migrants, I thought maybe it was about the oil. No, nobody knows what the exact game plan is except, that, you know, the, you know, I, I, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's not Frank Morano at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Uh, and uh, uh, the only thing I would say, beside, by the way, Russia needs, at $100 a barrel, Russia makes a billion dollars a day. Is that right? A day. You know what, you know, uh, what they're doing with the billion dollars a day? They're fighting the war in the Ukraine. Right. They're fighting the war with the Russian Foreign Legion. No more Wagner Group. It's the Russian Foreign Legion. Seven countries in Africa. And and enough is enough, guys. And, you know, we're financing the American people. The American consumer is going to be paying five, five and a half dollars for, for gasoline all over again. Heating oil is like three and a half dollars uh, yesterday. Uh, that's going to go even higher. And, and food is going to go higher. When you have $96 oil, diesel fuel is going to go to the moon. So... Who is financing Russia? The American we consumer are. Right. Right. And, and the White House is financing Russia a billion dollars a day that they're using for the Ukraine war. And then after the war is over, who's going who's gonna to pay? Jamie Dimon had a meeting yesterday with a bunch of executives. Who's going to pay to, to, to fix up the Ukraine? We are. Okay. <laughs> so we pay to destroy it. Right. And then we pay to fix yeah, it up. We are stupid. I mean, yeah. So wow. You can't make it up. No, you can't. So then here's what, what, what bothers me. Biden, uh, Bidenomics, Biden's economic plan. Uh, when you watch Democrats on television, well, I say Democrats, when you watch people from the Biden administration, 
they tell you that his economy is working, that inflation is going down, gas is down. They don't. They leave out the parts, of course, about nine consecutive interest they're rate spikes. They're making the poor. They're making the right. poor poorer. Right. And they're making the middle class poor. And and they're also going after the rich. I mean, I got news for you. Did you see this? I saw this a couple of days ago. I thought about you. Some uh, economist, I guess, John, predicted that we are not that far away from the rich. That's you paying a migrant tax. Now, why in a million years should John Katsimatidis be financially responsible for people to, crossing the border illegally? It goes back to Staten Island. Why are you throwing the, the American poor out of some of those uh, uh, centers and putting in the migrants in? Right. I mean, the perfect solution is the solution I gave them. Put them on Rikers Island. Rename it Ellis Island, too. Well, how come the mayor, who I did speak to finally last night for the first time since August 1st, and uh, we've got some work to do, but how come the mayor doesn't take you up on that? It's smart. It's smart. Hey, it's up to him. You know, I gave, he, he has the facts on his desk. He knows it. He heard it. And it's up to him. You know, the mayor is the mayor, and he, he has to make the decision. Yeah, I mean, the other thing I would do with the United Nations, because it's a vast wasteland, Manhattan. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> when they're here, why don't we put him on Governor's Island? I like Governor's Island, though. It's okay. cute. Okay. Why, why don't we put him on, uh, on uh, not Randall's Island, uh, Roosevelt Island or some One of the islands. Yeah. And they'll be safe there. Well, as long as it's not next to me is all I'm saying, John. <laughs> Rockaway? No. No, no. They're coming. They're coming to Floyd Bennett Field. It's right down the block. What do you that's, think? That's Curtis's song. They're coming to take me away, away. They're coming to take me away. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Curtis last night outside of Idala's office? Because uh, the mayor was showing up there. What do you think about that? Well, look, Curtis has the right to protest like everybody else. Totally agree. And, uh, uh, you know, I get phone calls from Idala's office uh, uh, saying, oh, why don't you ban Curtis from coming on? Uh, and I said, I mean, Curtis is Curtis. Right. You know, uh, and uh, I said, call Sid. Sid is Curtis's best friend. I wasn't going to say Sid, that. I wasn't going to say that, but I was told that when the attorney called you, you actually said. Call the, Sid. The only guy he listens to is Sid. That's <laughs> hilarious. I mean, you guys, <laughs> at, at 7 o'clock, I mean, people from all over the world are tuning in to find out what you guys are going to say. They do, seriously. It has become a wildly popular segment because if you love Curtis and what he's doing, you listen. If you hate Curtis, you listen. So it's become all that popular. I do want to ask you one more. Talking about billions of dollars in oil. What do you think about Joe Biden unleashing $6 billion, talking about oil, for the Iranians during well, this ridiculous uh, swap. Well, the truth is, and uh, the truth is, it was the Iranians' money. Right. This was money that was locked in. We froze it. Uh, we froze it. Right. I'm not sure they collected any interest on it. So we gave them their own money back. And uh, <coughs> uh, I hope we put some restrictions on it because uh, when the Ayatollah or whoever went to the United Nations – Threatened uh, Mike Pompeo all over again. Threatened uh, uh, John Boland, uh, Bo, uh, Ambassador Boland all over again. Yeah, Bolton. And uh, and uh, it's wrong. Yeah. You know, uh, they should have a little bit of control of themselves. Yeah. What do you think? You, you know what's even worse? What's that? The Saudis already have nuclear bombs. They have it. They paid for them. 
They own them. They're somewhere. My security clearance doesn't go that high up where where oh. where where they are. But the Iranians could use the six billion dollars to buy nukes. And don't we think that's what they're going and to do? It, it, the Saudis have said if the Iranians have nukes, we're going to activate our nukes. They said that. Yes, they flat out said that. Yes. Well, you don't think they're taking that six billion dollars and building churches and schools, do you? Uh, no, they're not. They're, they're not feeding the poor. <laughs> So basically, as we wrap up this great conversation, seriously, all kidding aside, between what's going on here in America with the economics, the migrants, all that, and all these countries that hate us that are making nuclear weapons and getting more money to do it, would you say, John, in your lifetime, this is one of the more scarier times? Listen, me and you said I'm going to be okay. What I worry about is our kids and grandkids to come. And that's what everybody out there listening to us this morning should worry about. It's not us. We're going to be okay. But our kids and grandkids, they're in deep trouble. You really believe that? Deep trouble. Those are the two words you just said, John Katzmatidis. That's, that's big. Deep, deep trouble. And um, Wow. And, you know, what, what? in six weeks, we have 51 out of 51 city council seats coming up. And... Uh, I'm talking to Governor Pataki. I'm talking to Ed Cox and talking to Curtis. Who are the common sense? I don't care about Republicans or Democrats. You know what I care about? Common sense individuals to make sure they get elected. Well, I know two off the top of my head. Ari Kagan and, uh, uh, of course, uh, Inna Vernacle. Is that the KGB guy? That's exactly who he is. (laughs) A Russian spy. A CIA guy is always a CIA Uh, guy. A KGB guy is always a KGB guy. I totally agree. But it's him or Justin Brannan. Justin Brannan must kind of be worse. A hundred times worse. We'll take the KGB guy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, have a great weekend. Thank Thank you. Thank you. You too. I love you, John. Thank you. Happy Yom Kippur. Thank you. I guess I'm working for you on Monday. Oh, you are going to work them, Kipper, for me? Thank probably, you. Yeah. Thank you. I'll probably call and say hello to you before All I go to right. Temple. Sounds okay. Good. Thank you. Thank there you. he is, folks. Uh, of course, 5 o'clock every weeknight with Rita Cosby. Has a great show every Sunday morning at 8, the Catch Round Table. Just one of the best human beings God ever created, my boss and my friend, John Katzmatidis.